WPT, this is Lindsay. Fourth quarter is here and the renewal of insurance and employee benefits is happening right now. We are accomplishing cost savings and benefit improvement for many WPT members and will be calling you about your plans. Spend a few minutes with one of our brokers discussing how you can enjoy reduced expenses through a creative wellness tax strategy. Let Security Plus and our partners give you new insight and help you gain advantage in the competitive employee hiring environment. Well, thank you, Lindsay, for helping us kick off November, and thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm Paul Rozeski. Today is the 1st of November, 2023. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy National Fried Clams Day. Well, that is random. It's also probably the reason why it's also Scented Candle Day today. And I do have to tell you, I try not to talk about the weather much, but this past week was pretty crazy. It just dropped off a cliff. It seems like we went from Indian summer directly into winter and skipped fall altogether. So if you're coming to grips with that and the shorter days and colder weather, it might as well be today because it's also Stress Awareness Day. Speaking of stress... Let's look at some recent news headlines and jump into some news together. Before we get started on a housekeeping note, last week's quotes in the midweek moment that I put out there were from Charlie Behrens and Chris Farley. Those are your answers. Thanks to everyone who played along. If you didn't find them or didn't realize that they were, go back and check out last week's episode. Now, yesterday, on Halloween, Governor Evers filed a lawsuit against the legislature suing them for intruding on executive branch powers because of the way some of their committees are handling things. He's asking the Supreme Court to take it up directly because it impacts the whole state. So he's he's saying that they are violating the Constitution and the separation of powers. The three examples he gives in the lawsuit is, number one, Because through the budget process, there are pay raises that have been approved for government employees. 4% in the first year of the budget and 2% in year two of the budget. The Committee on Employment Relations, quote, released and approved all of them a few weeks ago, except for UW system employees. I don't think there was a specific reason given, but Governor Evers is pointing directly at Robin Voss, who's a chair on the committee, because Voss is on record saying, quote, the university doesn't deserve more resources until they accomplish the goal, unquote, that goal of being canceling or eliminating positions for diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI, specifically. Okay, number two, the Joint Committee on Finance has blocked or dragged their feet on releasing funds for conservation projects that the DNR has approved and that has money approved in the budget. Governor Evers argues that since 2019, about a third of the projects have been held up 
until finally either a being approved by the committee, denied, or the DNR just withdraws the project altogether. Um, he put her at something like 200 and some odd days that they, um, that a number of them have been delayed. Um, and that's holding up things that have already been approved. Number three, the committee for the review of administrative rules has to give the final approval for the rules and guidelines for how professions should act. Things like the ethical standards for therapists and building codes for engineers, all that kind of stuff. There have been rule updates proposed by the advisory boards in these areas that were not approved by the committee. And when the board sometimes reproposed those same rules, they were never reconsidered by the committee for the review. So all three are basically rules and tasks that have been a um, that have been a approved or the money has been put aside for. So why are they being held up? That's the question. A press release from Senator Nas basically said that the legislature is using the oversight powers that it, it has over the other branch. It's the checks and balances the elected officials should have over a branch of primarily unelected and appointed officials. So those are the arguments. We shall see what happens. In other news, and speaking of the Supreme Court, they're considering a lawsuit that claims the school choice program is unconstitutional. The interesting thing is that the court has basically put out a request for feedback on whether they should hear the case. The feedback window will stay open from now until November 14th. So usually the court just decides which cases they'll be hearing instead of wanting feedback to muddle through just so they can make a decision on where whether they'll hear the case anyway. So I think I must be missing something here. I'll just leave that sit there. In other news, I've cobbled together some details from social media posts from the Department of Corrections. They've graduated and sworn in 113 cadets since September, which is great news in a tight labor market. And especially for them, because there are articles that are out there um, about how some of the penitentiaries have been basically on lockdown since the summer, if not before. And the assumption is because staffing levels are making it unsafe for inmates and guards alike to, uh, to manage everything. So hopefully these are steps in the right direction. In other news, and since it's also National Family Literacy Day, let's do this one. There's a group out there called Ballotpedia, and one of the things that they looked at was <laughs> the language and the verbiage on ballots. So in 2023, there have been 40 statewide ballot measures in eight different states. And what they've done is they've looked at the uh, the reading level and grade level of how these ballot um, ballot initiatives are written. As a point of reference, typically a newspaper is written at about a ten, which means it's uh, a 
um, someone that has completed 10 years of schooling, it's at that reading level. So it's typically a sophomore or junior level reading level, 10, 10 or 11. The ballot initiatives were all written at a 19, which means it's at about a third year of graduate school reading level. So it's ridiculous if this is on the ballot and this is for all citizens that they're putting it at that level. Granted, there these laws have to be written, all legalese, but this does not make it easy for folks to actually know what's being asked. It just is something that drastically can use some improvement. We'll add that to the list when we're talking about government. Getting to be about that time, so I am going to leave us with a quote from John Adams, a simple one this time, nice and quick, quote, John Adams said, I say that power must never be trusted without a check, unquote. That being said, have a great second half of your week, and thanks for listening. The Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business farm and homeowner members in every corner of this state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org slash join.